What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. Good, everybody. So I'm back again with another podcast. I have special guests on right now. So I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. Hey, everybody. My name is Christiana Cox. And I am Brenton Cox. And we're from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I'm born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. Moved down here to attend the illustrious Clark Atlanta University and still here. That's awesome. So just to leeway into everything, how'd you guys get into the music? Ooh, well, honestly, we I think we both have just been singing forever since babies in church. And then when we when I moved down here to Atlanta and met Brenton, we were both actually music majors at Clark Atlanta. So we had all of our music classes together, all of our general education classes together, built a friendship, built a relationship. Got married, had some kids, started singing about it. (laughs) I feel that. I feel that. So what do you think the the most challenging thing is about marriage? About marriage? um, I would say um, respecting each other's opinion and thoughts and feelings or even just learning uh, each other. And we met each other at, uh, at an early age. But um, you you got to learn how to grow with your your partner, your significant other, because she's not the same person that I met at 18. And I'm not the same person that she met at 18. And so you have to constantly learn and relearn each other what they do not like and what they like, Um, because it does change. It does change over time. I think the trickiest thing, um, in my opinion, would be just growing up in two different backgrounds. I'm from the North. He's from the South. Um, We were raised the same, but different. Um, He probably has a more strict upbringing than I do. Um, He'll tell my kids often, like the kitchen closes at seven o'clock, so you can't go. Our kids, sorry. (laughs) He'll tell our kids often, like the kitchen closes at seven o'clock, so you can't go get this. If you had a popsicle at four o'clock, that's your only popsicle for the day. Whereas like with me, if I wanted something to eat, I went in the refrigerator and I got it. So, you know, it's just coming up two different ways and then finding a way to mesh those upbringings together and just create a solid environment for your children, compromising on those types of things that seem really, really small, but can actually build up to arguments. (laughs) (laughs) Disagreements. Disagreements. Yeah. Um, Working through those small things in a marriage, those were probably like the trickiest for me. Yeah. I've had a few friends that just have recently gotten divorced or filed for divorce 
And I know mm-hmm. one of them, um, she said the reason why she like tried so hard, but she just felt neglected or she felt like she wasn't important anymore. And there mm-hmm. was no way to even she said it verbally and it was just no way to get her spouse to to realize yeah. what she was going through emotionally. And that ended up resulting in a divorce that they both really didn't want. But it was something that, you know, they, there was no other options for them. Do you guys find that, that that's happened? Not necessarily divorce, but where you guys, you know, have to agree to disagree? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you don't walk away getting the person to, to look at your side. It's just like, this is what it is. It's going to be like this. But I think it's the it's the after effect, like because we don't disagree on this does not mean that we're mad for two weeks. You know, like you you just kind of have to figure out what's worth being angry over, you know, and some things are and some things aren't the things that are you talk it out. If it's worth it to you, you move past it. And and not that's not to say that people who get divorced, they just don't think that it's worth it. I do think that sometimes people just are not meant, you know, some things just aren't meant to last and some things are just here for seasons. Mm-hmm. But I think that the most successful way to navigate a marriage is to just be open with communication. Know up front that you're not going to agree about everything because you don't agree about everything with your best friend. So you're not going to agree about everything with your spouse either. It doesn't mean that it's the end of anything. It just means you, you move past it. I totally feel that. I totally feel that. So I have a question about success. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say would make, uh, what makes someone successful? you guys feel that you're a success? I mean, I feel that success is in all different aspects of life. Like you have a family, you guys are married, you have kids. To me, that's a success. But what do you guys feel about success? I think that success, it just does, it doesn't stop building. So you make goals, you successfully reach those goals, you make another. So it doesn't, to me, success is not me being seven years old and saying, oh, I just, I want to be a singer when I grow up. And then when I grow up, I'm a singer. That's the only success I've achieved in my, in my lifetime. You know, I think you just make goals, small goals, attainable goals, and you can look at each day as a success. You know what I mean? And like you said, um, success is relative. So it, it just depends on what do you want out of life or what do you think is the ultimate goal or the small short-term goal? It's, it's really about having goals to reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to change the, the topic too much, but when you said relative, it just reminded me of something. So as you know, everything that's happened within the last year with the pandemic and the social injustice and everything um, with the George Floyd, you know, people are all like, Oh, there was justice served, even though the guy didn't get that much time. And I was like, justice served for who? Like, I'm pretty sure his family, they may not feel that that was justice. So like stuff like that is all relative. How have you guys been able to, you know, have you guys talked to your kids about everything that's going on in the world? And how has those conversations been, if I may ask? So when the George Floyd thing, well, we always talk to our kids about what's going on in the news or current events. We'll ask them questions, see how they feel. Um, make them sit and watch. Sometimes. Make them sit and watch. <laughs> I remember we sat down and watched the riots, you know, or the protests, not the riots that were going on 
TV downtown Atlanta for George Floyd. Um, as far as the verdicts, you know, you know, being black and living in America, we understand that we'll have what I say, small success or small victories. Um, we know that there we have it's a bigger force that we have to push through, that we have to fight. So in a sense, yes, you know, we did get a little victory or win, you know, with the verdict, but it's so much work to be done. Yes. And I think it's unfair, but um, being black in America now, we just kind of have to accept the fact that our victories are going to be small ones, you know, so whereas, you know, the, in this type of situation, they may not get life in prison, you know, like it may not be the outcome that we think it should be, but we have to condition ourselves, unfortunately, to accept small victories mm -hmm. as wins. Yeah, so. Small victories are wins. Yes. <laughs> So I want to play one of your guys' songs from your guys' album, Flowers. But before I play the song that I'm going to choose, how did you guys come up with the name of Flowers? Like, what was what was so significant about that title? So I wrote that song. And I was just thinking about um, just people doing things for other people. Uh, we always talk about the pandemic and how people die and you and you don't give them their flowers. So that's where that that song came from because there were so many people. Oh, we didn't we didn't even get to honor them. We didn't we didn't get to do anything for them. And it's and and it's in a sense about people who have done things for you, but also in a bigger sense, it's about God giving God the credit, you know, that God deserves. I totally feel that. Well, that's not the song I'm gonna play. But what I want to play <laughs> is help. Oh, that was good. I thought <laughs> that would have been a good Leroy, you know. <laughs> but no, I wanted to play help first just because we're talking about the pandemic and then the social injustice. And I remember hearing that song. So I was making this playlist um, just for fun, like, you know, my top 20 songs of 2020. And so I made the playlist. It was like December. And then I happened to hear that song and I'm like, dang this song got to go on the playlist. Like, I know this, I just heard it, but like something about it, like it just resonated with me. And I felt like it was something that we all were, you know, feeling in that time. Like, you know, we need help. So I'm going to play that one now. Here we go. Wow. Okay. Please throw me a lifeline. Cause I need your help I need you right now To save me from myself Said I'm sinking real deep down, down Come on now, please rescue me Lord, I need some relief So help my
I'm hurting on the inside Even though I tell folks I'm alright Trying to keep my head above water But I know if it ain't one thing it's another Said my troubles won't last always But I'm slipping, drifting help um especially the second verse though i feel like so many people myself included um where you say that you know you're just basically going through some things you know you have a smile on your face but you know you're dying inside so no one will really know and i feel that for me like when i heard that i was just like oh this is everything that i'm feeling in this moment yeah Um, i wrote, wrote that um about five years before we even recorded it. Now you're not gonna sit through this whole thing and say I broke. I, mean, I broke. Okay, <laughs> but you I get it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, but, but that but that was how I was feeling because I was just like, ain't nothing going right. Um, I'm I'm just gonna pretend like I'm okay, but really I'm not okay. I'm 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 not satisfied with where I am as far as you know, quote unquote success, but. Yeah, I wrote that. And another fun fact, it was not a fun fact, it's a horrible fact. Um, we recorded that on the day that Kobe Bryant died. Oh, yeah. wow. So it was like we were trying to, we struggled through getting it because it, I don't, it just, his death just impacted us. And, it, and like we were in the middle of recording when it hit our phones, yeah. the news. Dang. So it was rough. That was a rough one. Well, I, the song is amazing. It's it's beautiful. It uh, I it, uh, re- I think it's gonna resonate with so many people if it hasn't already. Um, and we all do need help in some aspect. And I think that in the black community, um, it's really hard to admit when we're not doing good, or mm-hmm. even just mental health in it is yeah. is a huge thing that we don't like to talk about. Um, do you guys seek out your mental health or do you guys talk about that? I feel like it's, it's so important, but I, my, my cousin's boyfriend, he's going to hear this, um, but he doesn't believe mental health is a real thing. And it's like, I don't, I can't grasp why you don't see it. If so many people are saying one thing then it, you would think that it would become true. It's because that, that we're conditioned to, to believe like as Black people, we are conditioned to believe that you just drink some ginger ale and go ahead on and go to work. You know, like we're what on that word though. <laughs> ginger ale and alcohol, out, rubbing alcohol don't work for everything. But like we, it's it's a thing, especially African American men. You know, it's a thing to where we're not really allowed to express that we're not okay. Like it, it's taboo. It's it, there, there's a stigma attached to it. And when we get through that piece, we'll realize that that right there is what's traumatizing us all. The fact that it's not okay for us to speak about not being okay. And that we're encouraged basically to bottle it up and keep moving. That's what's making us not okay. Like that's why we have so many issues in the black community because we're not allowed to talk about those issues. And I think that in our relationship, 
we literally we've been married for 13 years now Mm -hmm. 13 years in july and we literally can sit and talk for hours you know so i think that for us it's very it's been very helpful to have a mate that you can actually talk to and just bounce bounce things off of and bounce your emotions off of like if i have a hard day at work sorry he's gonna hear about it like he sorry the whole ride home or <laughs> he's gonna have to hear about it but it's therapeutic. let me tell you what happened at work today <laughs> real like it's, it's so therapeutic to be able to just something as small as your job to be able to just release that and then move forward imagine how okay we could be if all of the things that we've piled on since we were children we were able to release that we we don't think that's a thing but it's really really a thing and even in the uh the church just says pray (laughs) pray about it take Mm -hmm. it to jesus and that's it when really you may need some some higher i mean some professional help with mental health or 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 just a friend to release you know thank god i have my wife and my best friend that i can actually be who i am and tell my my whole thoughts too that's very 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 important so i do want to ask the question about self-worth i think that that's so important in today a lot of times people don't realize how valuable they are so they'll end up in bad relationships or even bad friendships for that matter or they'll take the abuse what would you say that you guys feel your self-worth is based on based on based on um I don't, you know, it, it took a long time and I can speak for her as well. Don't speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it took a long time for us to get to this point where we're confident in self. Mm-hmm. Cause, and, and, and it's, when I say it's so recent, like it's very recent and people would think that all our lives we've been confident, but no, that's not the case. And so we have learned how to, one, protect our peace, because that's part of self-worth, disconnect with people who do not treat us like we're supposed to be treated. And I I don't have a three, but it sounded like (laughs) it was going to be good. But you get, but but that's that's my main thing. I protect my peace. So if I have to disconnect with you, if I have to put you on a break, uh, because my peace of out of all things is worth everything to me. And then three, um, as far as self worth goes, I think we look for that outside of self. You know, so j- very recently, and I mean like within the last maybe year or two, it's been that recent we've realized that it's okay to say, I'm good at that. You know, like we feel mm-hmm. bad about admitting, admitting and owning up to our gifts and our talents. And fake people humble. say, yeah, not even fake humble. Cause a lot of times it really is hard to say, like if somebody says, oh my gosh, you can sing. The natural thing to say is, I mean, I'm okay. You yeah. know, like it's okay to say, thank you. You know, like you're such a good singer. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. As opposed to downing yourself and saying, oh, you know, I mean, I ain't no, I ain't no Jennifer Hudson. You know, <laughs> it's okay to say, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I think where we are now is we know what we're good at. We're okay with admitting what we're good at. 
and, and we're, we're okay with acting on it. Like we're owning it. Yeah, you own that. You're, you're good at it. Don't be afraid to let people know that you're good at it. Now, don't be cocky about things, but definitely be confident in what you're good at because everybody's good at something. And if we walk in that, life is so much easier yeah, I love and that so happier. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you said that. That just reminded me of a Kiera shared song, um, It's Happening, and she's, there's a line in the song where she's, Yes, that's my song. Let me say this to you. <laughs> Go ahead, let me tell. Oh, wait a minute. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But that song right there, that particular song right there, when it came out, I was in a place where I said to myself, exactly what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to do that this year. And you know how recent that song yes. is. So you know how recent this conversation with myself was. I played that song for myself every single morning. And I, I claimed it, I received it, I owned it. It hasn't happened yet, but it's, but it's I'm in a minute, happen. I'm gonna be able to sing this song. Yes, and I now I can sing that song. And now I believe that putting things in the atmosphere and speaking things into existence and manifesting your life and walking into your destiny, mm -hmm. that is really a thing. Because that song right there literally pulled me from a place where I felt like I wasn't good enough to do the things that I knew I was good at to where now I'm sending invoices to have people pay me to do what I'm good at. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that one, that that's the one, whatever you about to say about that song right there, <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, no, everything you said, I totally 100% agree with. And that's how I felt like it came out right at the right time for me in my life but what she was saying in there that like um there's a part in the song that says something about um like don't be ashamed of the gifts that god's giving you basically yeah don't no apologize yes uh -huh. yes and and i felt like for so long that i had to yes i had yeah. to do that like you know like downplay whatever i'm good at so somebody else can shine and yeah. it's yes yes <laughs> But yeah, that, that, that's my song. We've been there. We've been there so many times. Yeah, I can 100% relate to that. That That's real. That's the thing. Yeah, it just happened to me. Like at the, I swear. So I had Samo on my podcast mm -hmm. um, a couple months ago. And mm -hmm. he said something on the podcast in regards to how one of the unmatched feelings is when people that you've been so there for and down for and like you helped them out so much can then turn around and act like you never existed. And I was just like, like you, yeah, you spoke whatever I was feeling, you spoke. And so like in the place that I was in my life last year, I was listening to just his music. Um, and it just took me out of a, like he spoke what I was feeling and I was like, yeah. So then when Kiara dropped her album, it was like, this is where I was at, but now this is where I'm going. Yeah. And it just, it, I don't know, it just, it hits you right at the exactly. right time. <laughs> um, so I have this question that I love to ask ask people. Um, and it's basically, K. Michelle has this song called 10 Minutes with God. So my question for you guys is, if you had just 10 minutes with God, what would be the one question that you would ask him? Just one? Just one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm always wavering in, you know, what am I actually supposed to be doing? That like, I keep asking God, okay, is it that? Is it this? You know, so yeah. that, that I would I would just say, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? 
I'm pretty sure I won't get a clear answer just like <laughs> I haven't been getting a clear answer. <laughs> and it could be multiple things. Yeah. It could be seasons of things, you know, as you get older, you know, that would be the question. I don't even know if I could think of an, a different question than that. Like, is that what a lot of people's answers are? Because yeah. I feel like purpose is a thing that people deal with, even when they're doing something that's working for them, they still ask themselves like, but am I really supposed mm -hmm. to be doing this? You know, so, and cause that would be the same for me. That's exactly what popped into my head when you asked that question. It's funny, pr pretty much all of the artists say that. Yeah. Um, but the more down to earth people, I remember only artist that didn't say it was Crystal Tamar. And she asked, she said that she would ask like, Back in the day, God showed like these miracles, like parting the Red Sea and all this other stuff. Why don't you show those type of things to the non-believers now? Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, pretty much everybody says it was about purpose. So I'm going to leeway into another one of your guys' songs. This one is Tomorrow Isn't Promised. And we're speaking about purpose. So just... Wait a minute, I wrote. Oh. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but here is a uh, tomorrow isn't promised. about a thousand words that I should have said like thank you and I love you is running through my head we talked on the phone for hours you heard what I had to say and when I was having a rough time you brightened up my day can we rewind the time pain is still here I didn't know that my worst fear was not having you here I know you're smiling down on me from the heavens above Tomorrow isn't promised, know that you are loved We barely speak to each other, even in the same room Wondering how did we get here, fills my heart of gloom we used to laugh and have a good time, but now we fuss and fight. I know we don't agree, we don't see eye to eye. Can't rewind the time, the pain is still here. I didn't know that my worst fear was not having you here. I know you're smiling down on me from the heavens above. Tomorrow isn't promised, know that you are loved. As the days go by, I know that life's too short. We got to love one another, it's worth fighting for. Through thick and thin, oh, it's come what may. Life can change so fast, love on them every day. I'm sorry, I love you. I truly, truly adore you. Thank you, forgive me, will always be. I'm sorry, I love you. I truly, truly adore you. Thank you, forgive me, we will always be. Can we?
That is tomorrow isn't promise. So what? Well, obviously we can kind of see what that song is about. But how how is it, it? How important is it to, as they say, I always hear this stuff. Never go to bed mad when you're mad at somebody, or never. How, how do you, how important is that to you guys? Um, it's it's important. I I can't say that we haven't, you know, went to bed mad at each other. But that song right there in particular. I wrote that right after her cousin, <laughs> right after her cousin passed. And so this was a cousin that she spoke to every single day. So the first part of that song speaks to, you know, unexpected death or just, you know, loving people, loving people who are important to you. That second verse was about a family member who I don't speak to anymore, you know, but at the end of the day, if death happens, you know, I probably will have a lot of guilt and a lot of, you know, unanswered questions or, or, or I need healing from that. So that's where that came from. So, you know, um, I, I, I guess I'm preaching to the choir when I say, cause that, that relationship is still not mended. However, I, I still believe that it is important to me in broken relationships that you believe are important. And I think now that you say that out loud, I realize how the two in our actual lives, how those two verses are actually um, contrasting because my cousin who passed when he wrote this song, I can honestly say she left here without me having to tell her anything. I, she, when she left that day, she knew how I felt about her. She knew how much I loved her. We told each other that all the time, you know, so I could sing about it. But in that particular relationship right there, that's the way it should have been. You know, like when people leave here, that's how you should feel. We should never feel any type of, man, you know, I'll never be able to do this and I'll never be able to tell her that. That right there is a relationship that I value because that was there, you know, and I can't say that about all of my relationships with family members, but I do know how it feels to be in that space and it's lacking. Like we, we definitely lack, lack that with a lot of relationships. Like if people go tomorrow, we won't be able to say, man, she left here knowing exactly how I felt. So when my cousin left here, I was absolutely devastated. Like, it was a really, really hard time, but I had no regrets. There was nothing left on my heart. Everything that was in here, she got it. She knew it. And that's the total opposite for me because if that person died today, I would just be, you know, how we always try to do, rectify it at the funeral. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, which is, which is sad, but we try, we try to do that. Yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day, family is important. Yeah. Yeah, I had a cousin three years three three years ago. Um, God forbid he didn't. God, thank God he didn't pass away. But we were not on speaking terms. We had a falling out, and mm -hmm. I remember he was all like, "You don't ever do anything for me," and I'm just like, "You ungrateful bastard!" Is what I was thinking in my <laughs> head because I do everything for you, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna show you what not doing anything for you is like." So we didn't talk for months, and then he ended up trying to commit suicide. And I know that it was not my fault. He was dealing with yeah. other things as well. However, that doesn't make you any less feel like you're, you know, some part of responsibility. Like maybe if I was in his life still, 
because we were so close that maybe this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, but um, thank God so, that 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 he's we're good now. Like he's you know we were able to talk through and literally it all was over a misunderstanding. Yeah. Uh, and it, it'd be the littlest things that keep people from talking. And then my other, when his brother, that's that same year we had a falling out too. Um, and it's funny though, because it's like, do the whole family. <laughs> it's funny because I always tell my aunt because they're her sons, and I was all like, and there's three of them, and I was like, I was like, I don't know if you noticed this, but I can't be cool with all three of them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, so I was like, I already know since I'm cool with Jordan right now, then, you know, either David or Andrew, we about to have a falling out. Like, and, and I said that to her and we had a falling out. And I, to this day, like, we're good now, but it took us three years for us to mm -hmm. actually get good. And I try, like, after that experience, I tried, but I realized that, like, just because you want to salvage something, it's really not just up to you. The other person yep. has to want to salvage it as well. And then time too. like, thank God things don't happen all the time. You know, like deaths don't happen all yeah. the time because honestly, when you have fallen outs, you do need your time to, yeah. to mend from that. Like, I don't want to talk to you today. You know, I don't want to <laughs> talk to you tomorrow. Give me a couple months and let me just get this out of my system. That That's necessary too. So grateful to God that, he doesn't just snatch people out of yeah. here, out of your life every single day, because that that would be a thing. But you definitely need time to mend from stuff like that. Like I know the situation that that Brenton is in, that he's referring to in this song, is definitely something that needs to be mended. But I can understand why it hasn't been. You know, like yeah. there have been things that have been said and done. I can understand why it's taking time to mend it. So that time is necessary as well. I 100% agree. I know I always say, because I'm a life coach too, and when I went to school for to become a life coach and they teach you that, the one thing is that you're supposed to um, forgive before any, anything ever happens. Like, mm -hmm. before yeah. they do something to you, you're already supposed to forgive them. But if they knew how hard that was, <laughs> like, Jesus, how did you? Because <laughs> I'm not built that way. <laughs> yeah. um, so I have this other question that I ask everybody. And so... Past, present, or future, doesn't matter. If you there's three people that you can pick to talk to about one subject, what would that subject be and who would those three people be? Aretha Franklin, music, Martin Luther King, social justice, and my grandfather. And I just talked to him about everything. So you could pick all three people from the past? I mean, well, I mean, you can sorry, if you want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to answer the question right. Um, <laughs> All my people dead. <laughs> um, for me, I would go with my grandmother, who I never met. My mom's mom passed uh, before I was born. And I would just want to talk to her just to get to know her. Like, no specific topic, just to know how she was and who she was. Um, and if I'm any of that. Um Diane Carroll, who I didn't get famous in time to meet just because I think <laughs> I think she's amazing. And like, you know how you little and you yeah. say, I love this person. So when I grow up and I become famous, I'll just meet them then. <laughs> she left here before I could do that. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to talk to her about like the barriers that she's broken as a black actress and just she was just beautiful. Like yeah. I just loved her as a person. So Diane Carroll for sure. Um Diana Ross. 
I'm not going to say Diana Ross because I always have to pick either Diana or Diane when I'm doing stuff like this. So I'm going to go with Diane on this one. So I still got some time to meet Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> number three, I don't know. I don't know who I would pick for the third one. I don't know. Yeah, I, I always change minds usually depending on the mood I'm feeling that day. Uh-huh. Um, but one person that I always say is I really want to talk to Janet Jackson. Yeah. Like oh, really? just... Yeah, just because I feel like there's so much that she does not share, and like, she, like if she she had a whole marriage for eight years, so like there's so much that she's gone through that I really just want to have like a heart to heart just to see. Like that's probably my dream interview because I see like I watch her interviews and I'm like she's so like she knows how to answer a question without answering the question at all. Through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I really just would like to have a heart to heart. So that that would be uh, my one person that I would uh would love to uh talk to she's probably seen a lot too like yeah in this industry yeah i mean i can't talk to michael so you know that's the next best thing thing. you said pass so you can talk to michael oh true true (laughs) (laughs) um but um with all that being said i was gonna say something see this is why i should edit my podcast but i don't um (laughs) it's just because who has time for that like, let's just be honest. Like, who has time for that? Like, I made a mistake. There was one podcast, and I wish that I would have left it in there. And I was trying to say with everything that happened with the social injustice and the presidency, and I couldn't get the word presidency out. And in the middle, I was like, I fucked this up. Like, you know? And the, <laughs> but it was good because it, it broke the ice with the, the person. Yeah. Um, but um, I took that out, the editing, but I wish I would have left it in there now because it was just, it was real and it was raw. Um, <laughs> but another question I have is, what is the difference between living and being alive for you guys? Ooh. We actually talked about this the other night um, when we were talking about settling and just doing what makes you comfortable and what what just gets you by i think the difference is living is just doing the bare minimum to stay here you know you work a job that puts enough money in your pocket to be able to pay your bills nothing more um i'm sorry that's what that's what existing sorry uh that to me that's just being here living versus being alive living is doing what you love, being around who you love, being bold enough to not be around who you don't want to be around, (laughs) being bold enough to say no to things that you're not comfortable with doing. Doing what makes you happy is living, whether it makes you money, whether it doesn't, you know, doing what makes you happy is living to me, as opposed to just getting by. And if you can understand what I'm doing, sense. what makes you happy doesn't always have to be on a large scale. Mm-hmm. And, and people often think, well, since I didn't get, get a Grammy or, or since I'm not on the main stage or I'm not living, but you could do, you know, what you want to do on a smaller scale and be the happiest person in the world. I feel that. I, I, speaking of Grammy, I remember I sent this to one of my songwriter friends and how, um, <laughs> Um, Jocelyn Hernandez was talking about how she's probably going to win a Grammy from her new song. Granted, the song is catchy. I'll give her that. It was stuck <laughs> in my head all day yesterday. Um, but I'm like, if they just giving out Grammys, I'm about to start doing music. <laughs> <laughs> Passing them out. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but, but no, she's happy though. Like, no, exactly. And and I feel that she is like living because she's doing whatever she wants to do on her own terms. She's so like the level of confidence that she has. I feel that everybody should have. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And, and oftentimes we, we we try to say, well, when do you tell your friend who is forty years old and, and a rapper? What do you tell them to stop? <laughs> I've done that. Like, <laughs> why why would you tell them to stop if, if that's what makes them happy? Yeah. And, and, you know, we try to I put an age limit on a lot of things when, you know, you, you stop true. living once you're dead. That's true. That's true. I, I'll give you that. I remember my old barber. I was like, oh, what? I figured you're cutting hair. This is like your dream. I was like, oh, what? So what is your dream? He's like, oh, I want to be a, a professional baseball player. I said, how old are you? He's like, 27. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm gonna need you to get a realistic dream because that that done like there's the difference between a dream and a fantasy. That's a fantasy at this point. <laughs> but it's possible though. It's it is possible. possible. It is possible, but I him a league or something. It's not called little league. Right. But no, no, I, I definitely agree. I feel like within the music industry, like so much has changed that now they've set stuff like I always use this as an example, Tamar Braxton. She didn't, you know, blow up until she was like 36 or so. So, and she's had so many different record deals. So when it's your time, you know, it's it's your time. No one can take that away from you. When it's your time and if it's what you're supposed to be doing. But by all means, even if it's not what you're supposed to be doing and you want to spend all your time trying regardless, (laughs) if that makes you happy, do it. (laughs) Yeah, but I think that, um, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I think that... um, with the music industry, um, how do I say this? I think that social, not so much, well, yeah, social media as well as these reality TV shows have tainted the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, they believe anybody can do it, um, and they are they are out here doing it and winning. Winning, yeah. Yeah, like over nothing. Like, you know, they have a TikTok song, and the next thing you know, they're famous. They're huge. Um, I don't know what your feelings are about that. Would you guys do reality TV or? I think reality TV has tainted every industry, honestly, because even like when I look at the housewives and we get this false sense of all you really have to do to be anybody or be known or is just kind of just, they just, we just out here just shopping you know like I feel like we have this this haze like this false sense of you don't really have to put in work you don't really have to do anything you just real quick and you hear just like you say you get a TikTok song and boom you're here but in real life hard work is what it takes to do everything like we tell our kids that we show our kids that nothing is nothing is overnight and even with um reality shows and and people on tiktok and people on social media it's not really what it is you know like it appears that it was overnight they want you to think it was overnight they want it to look like it was overnight but in real life it wasn't you know and anything that is is not um it's not long-standing you know so put in the work and real life shows that i really think that if we had a reality show they i would, would be see, the breakout star they would, see, <laughs> they would see real life like dishes in the sink and getting our kids together you know like it, it would have to be real life in order for us to do it like i yeah. need you to just turn the camera on and let me 
just walk in here and pretend you're not here. That's the only way I'd be able to do a reality show. Like it has to be real life for me. And I really don't think the reality shows that are out now, I don't think they are that. Yeah. I I um stopped watching Love and Hip Hop. I, I realized that it was uh it's so negative that it was affecting my mood and mm-hmm. like just my day to day life. And I'm like, I have to turn this off. However, I still watch How Far is a Potomac. Um, I, that's my guilty pleasure. Um, but I had a I chance. All of them out except for uh, basketball wives. I just love them. I, I didn't watch it this past season. I couldn't. Um, Evelyn the past Ev- wasn't good. You didn't miss anything. I didn't really like that one with the the pandemic. Like they were just stuck inside, like the rest of us. Yeah. On so you good on that one? Yeah. Um, uh, Evelyn, I um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just felt. I don't know. I'm just not even gonna say anything negative, so because <laughs> um, I have nothing positive to say. <laughs> um, but I had a chance to actually be on uh, what was it, the World World, um, back in the day, and I really? went to yes, I didn't. That, that was my show, Real World. I love the Real World. I always wanted to do it. That and the Amazing Race. I'm still going to do the Amazing Race one of these days, but. I had a chance to be on the World World, and I went to church. I used to go to one church in L.A., and Niecy Nash was on, t- on uh, not on TV, but she was there talking to everybody, and she was saying that, like, with reality TVs, that you have to put up this persona that sometimes isn't who you are just so you can be, like, the breakout star or scene or whatever. And But then you have to keep that persona to still get gigs and still do all this stuff. And I was just like, dang, that's not, that's not who I want to be. So yeah. it's like years of, of falsehood, exactly. you know, like oh, one sidedness. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I did. I was like, I can't do that. So if I'm supposed to make it somehow, then it'll be a different way. But I, I will be seen on TV. Mark my words. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to play another song. So I hope you wrote this one. <laughs> Got to see you look. <laughs> Something about you. Dang! <laughs> <laughs> I only wrote one song on here, so my odds were very, very. Oh, low. what song was that? <laughs> um, moving on. Oh, that, I was going to put that on here to list too, but I did. It didn't make the cut. Uh, <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> but tell, tell, tell us a little bit about something about you before I play it. Something about you that's um, something I, I wrote that because I wrote that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was just a fun song. Um, uh, always, all my our, our songs are have a deeper, higher meaning than just a relationship meaning. But it's just a really a fun song. Something about you wrote yeah. it when uh, the project was... came out. It was the actually the first song I chose. I like. I don't know if you guys like people to listen to them song their songs like you know how they're put on the playlist or do I you- do because I, I like he to- actually <laughs> arranged the order of songs as well. Okay, I'll so put- when I make my own playlist, I do <laughs> that as well. But for some odd reason, when I listen to albums, I'll skip around and the first one I skip just to see what catches my ear, the beat or whatever. And that I clicked on that one first, and I'm like, oh wait a minute, let me just listen to this one. I don't have to skip this real quick. Um, so it was actually the first song that I listened to and I like played it and then my mom was like, oh, who's that? And I was like, so yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just, uh, it feels good. Like it yeah. feels like happiness. It's a feel yeah. good song for yeah. sure. So I'm going to uh, play that now. Mm-hmm. 
Something about you, something about you, something about you makes me better. Heart is true, glad I got you. Something about you, 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 you. You're the reason why I smile when I'm down. I'm so happy knowing you're around. I get excited when I hear your name. Tears of joy that I can't explain. When I'm having a real bad day, you chase all the clouds away. I know that you got my back. Been there and that's a fact. Everything about you is good. To live without you, I never could. Everything about you is good. Oh. Something about you, something about you, something about you makes me Okay, well, sorry about that. Could you hear the skip or am I tripping? It was a blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that, you know, technology these days. <laughs> uh, I'm like, how are you going to mess up on... That happened to me one other time. I'm like, this is probably why I should edit the podcast. But um, Keep it natural, keep it natural. Yeah, but um, I do want to... Say he might have wrote all the songs, but you got all the best parts. <laughs> that's, what's up. that's all that matters. That's the way I that's roll it. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so, what's next for you guys in the in the grand scheme of thing? And what what do you guys want to do? You guys gonna have videos? Like what do you, what what is what do you guys feel is going to be your guys's next step? Well, as a you know group singing duo. Um, we're going to do some music videos. Um, we've got a couple performances coming up in September and then we want to do like a, a tiny desk thing. Oh, that's so, awesome. You know, we're working on that, trying to get that together, but as individuals, you know, you know, she has a lot going on, so we got to work around her schedule because, you know, she <laughs> does styling, um, you know, <laughs> Yeah, plug yourself. Um, I just do a little bit of styling here and there. Um, <laughs> you know, I ain't no. 
Um, no, yeah, right. So last year I start well, a couple years ago, I started um a blog. It was just like a fashion blog. Um, and then I started styling just people that needed, you know, had events going on here and there. And I've worked with now like Young Thug and YSL and Missy oh. Elliott and Travis Green and Kirk Franklin. Oh, so you're doing it big. <laughs> yeah. Drop a few names, you know. I got a little, I'm trying to be a stay-at-home husband. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it's been really good. It's been, but but that's what I'm saying. Like when when I finally decided, like this is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to do. It keeps happening for me. Like I yeah. can I can sing that now. You know, like I, I feel like putting the steps in motion and then just working towards your goal got me like, got me doing some things I really like doing. So it, it's amazing. been cool. Um, pretty cool. And so as in, you know, cause we, we still have to be individuals as a husband and wife and she has her own goals and her own, you know, dreams and careers and you got to just support that. Yes. As well as I tell her, okay, now we still got to do some Britain and Christiana stuff <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, I can't but, think of any other duos right now, especially male good. and female. Like, you know, even like two women or two men, like no one's, you in a lane of your own. That's what's up. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I was like, Mary, Mary don't even be doing that no more. Like... <laughs> We got Chloe and Hallie and all that. Oh you know. yeah, I forgot about them. But I think they about to go solo soon. They they look like they about yeah, to go. Yeah, well at least at least Chloe is. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think Hallie's doing the little mermaid, so I mean kudos to them. But yeah, I really but like that's so important though. Like you gotta find your own identity within your partnership. Yeah. And how 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 do you guys navigate that? How how do you guys find that? It, that was hard for me. Um because Brent, so Brenton is a minister, right? And he is an ordained minister. And for a long time, I was just like, okay, well, I'm supposed to be a minister's wife. Like I'm gonna wear the white on first Sunday and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. And they're gonna finally talk me into wearing hats and suits to church. <laughs> like that was my tunnel vision. Like mm-hmm. that's what I'm supposed to be doing until I was just like, you know, no, it's not. Like there are things that I like to do that don't include going to guest churches and but like I do that, you know, cause I, my role is my role and I enjoy it and I play that, but that's not who I, that's not, no, that's not you all are. I am. Yeah. And, 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 and vice versa, you know, like you just have to know who you are, know your identity, know what you like. I think that was one thing that I didn't know, you know, like you got to sit with yourself and find out what do you like to do? What are you good at doing? What could you see yourself doing all the time? Cause I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do or what I like to do. And this was like age 30. So that's so important. Like s- spending time with yourself and figuring out who you want to be and who Out- you're supposed to be outside of husband, wife, father, mother, mother. Yeah son daughter like you got to find who you are we let those titles consume us often you know and we play the role of that title but there's so much more to your own life outside of what you're supposed to do you know like what your title says that you do or who you surrounded around yeah yeah i remember had this conversation right before the pandemic with megan good and it was kind of similar thing and she was telling me about like when she uh, got married to devon that there were certain things that she, that's not her. She wasn't going to stop doing just because she's marrying a minister or pastor. 
and stuff. And it was the fact that he um, allowed her to be mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. Um, even though nobody else, you know, like that's how social media society is, is when yeah. you're put in this position, this is the only thing you can do. You can't do this. You can't go left. You can't go right. Yeah. Um, and we'll put you in the box as a minister. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like, why are you dressed like that? Oh, you listen to rap? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. How, how have you been able to navigate that? Um, just being able to sing music that may like, like you guys do sing songs that are gospel, but I think that it's more inspirational. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you guys uh, found struggles with that, or have you found struggles with that? Just even singing certain songs, or used to, but honestly, it it was at one point it just clicked like. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna do me, <laughs> and I, I'm gonna. I'm like, I truly believe that God gave me these songs, or God gave me, or or Christiana this gift to do what we're we're called to do, and that should not be placed in a box, any type of way, I- because once you place us in a box or our talents in a box, that means you're placing God in a box. Yeah. And I also kind of feel like with our songs, like we didn't really, we didn't too much get pushback song wise, because I think that a lot of our songs, depending on which audience is listening to it, church folks will pull the church out of it. You know what I mean? Like they, they definitely will, will try to find, oh, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. They'll try to find that. But I think in the basis of a lot, especially on this particular album, the basis of most of these songs they can kind of pull that, you know, and I know on some of the songs like help we, the word Lord is in there, you know? So I think that they can, they can pretty much pull that, which saved us from all of the pushback, but, but it's definitely there. We used to get it. Cause. We, well, this next EP, they going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so just a random question. Have you guys been uh watching the versus battles at all? Yes. For the locks and um did you just oh see the lock dipset? Who are you going for? Let me know if I gotta hang up. <laughs> <laughs> the locks, I was going for the locks though. Man, dipset bird gang over here. No, we got to I, call you back. <laughs> no, but this is the, the reason why though, because I felt that dipset is I feel they're, they're more popular, but they're more popular for other reasons than just music. Like all of them are doing different things, whether it be movies or fashion or reality TV or you yeah. know what I'm saying. Um, where, yeah, but when it comes uh, to like that's artistry, that's, that's artistry <laughs> oh, now it's now it's artistry. You just you gotta, said it was. <laughs> you gotta give them that though. Like they're just all around artists. They're the Beyonces of this thing. Yeah. They do it all. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> But Jada Kiss cleared them all, so Jada Kiss definitely he's the Beyonce. That. But yeah. I will say that if Jada wasn't there, I don't no, know if yeah. if they would be yeah. taking that. Yeah, that definitely true. I didn't like I don't like because Jada Kiss has been missing in action for a minute. I'm like, where'd they find him at? <laughs> like, because he was like on top and then just vanished. Like, yeah, he fell back. Yeah, yeah. He, he fell back a little bit. Fell back, not fell off. So. Yes. Jada, I'm That's funny that you say that. I remember um, Maya on her album that never got released, Liberation. She um, one of the songs on there. She says that she keeps hearing that Maya fell off, but it wasn't that her fell off. She took a step back to focus on herself and all this other stuff. 
I love Maya. But she, I love Maya. I love Maya. She did fall off though. But I <laughs> 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 but I'm just gonna call a spade a spade. I definitely love Maya. I think that she I think the problem was is that she came out with My Love is Like Well at the same time Beyonce came out with Crazy in Love. And people yeah. had to pick one or the other. And that's just yeah, how they pit them against each other. But my love is like, whoa, was a good. No, song. that was a bop. Like, her whole album was good though. Yes. A good video. Like, I don't know if you've I, listened to her last album. Like Maya puts together, listen to it. Um, she puts together good bodies of work though. Fear of flying. Yeah. That album I loved, but that's the last one I I, I really rock with. Really? Okay. Well, and it's funny. One of the songs on the Fear of Flying album, I was just like. Candy wrote this song. It just had a candy vibe to it. You know, you know when Candy wrote a song. Yeah. I love that album though. That was a good album. So I have a question for you guys. Um, how would you act if nobody were to judge your actions but yourself? I think that we would well, I guess it's based on that, but I guess we would act the same way. Um, I think that we're very big on integrity. So when people are around or when people not around, we're going to try to do the right thing. We're going to try to, you know, our hearts, we care for people. We care for children. We care for the elder. Like our hearts won't let us do anything wild, even when we want to. Yeah, that's that's very true. On the deep side, on the shallow side, <laughs> I probably like in in person, people would probably know that I probably know like every Jada, every Jay Z song word for word, like every Cameron song word for word, Jewel's work. Like people don't know that, you know. So yeah. if there were a camera on me in my house, I would be pants sagging, rapping, <laughs> you know, going in. But in person, I, I ain't going to give y'all that too much. But on a, on a deep side, yeah, for sure. We would pretty much be the same behind closed doors as we are on open doors. I love that. I love that. I know I had just the other day I had um said a bad word and I was like, I need to stop cussing. And my friend was like, why? It's just us. And I was like, yeah, but you never know who you're going to be around. Like, I shouldn't just be cussing. Like, you know, I, it happens. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've cussed on the podcast today. But I was like, that's not in my heart to do. Like, I know I don't want to do that. Huh? You said your grandma said that? No, 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 no. I was talking to my friend. I was saying this myself. Oh, my I grandma thought you said like, grandma no, said, no, no, why no, no, is no. this us? <laughs> no, 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 no. My, 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 my grandma be cussing up a storm, and she got an excuse for everything. She's all like, excuse my language now for, for my viewers. She's like, ass, everybody got one. She's like, shit, everybody do it. Like, so, like, she got an excuse for everything, and I'm just like, okay, you right. Like, technically, you right. Um, but I've tried to learn that, like, we as a society, we put all of these things on us. Like just because you don't cuss in those type of cuss words, doesn't mean that you're not cussing when you say other things. Yes. Mm, yes. That's good. Um, yeah. So I, I try to keep that mindset because I mean, I've grown up in the church, my grandparents, my, uh, my other grandparents, um, like you can't even say the word, butt in the house, like you have to say bum B a 
Like, they're so into the church and everything, and he's a pastor. So, like, you know, I always got to watch what I say. But then yeah. I found out that he had voted for Trump. So I said, well, everything done gone out the window. <laughs> Your grandfather did? Yes. Dang. I said, everything done gone out the window then. Sorry, Pops. <laughs> the nerve for you to tell me what I can and can't say. The exactly. <laughs> like, all these years, I, I did not know. I thought I knew you. Papa. For real, for real. Well, I do want to let you go. But before I let you go, there's two things that I want to do. I want to play the song that you wrote. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Um, and then before, and then I want to um, work. Question: I really was wondering this too. Is why don't you guys have a group page? Or if you do, I just couldn't find it on Instagram. Oh, on Instagram? Instagram, yeah. It's called King and Chris. Yeah. Okay, I just couldn't find it then. Yeah. So okay. yeah, the way the words are, you know, it's it's kind of. Yeah, I was, but I was looking. Believe- because I, I I originally found you guys on gospel, what is that, that Instagram gospel guru or something like that. Uh-huh. Okay. They had yeah. played help on one of like so I made a gospel playlist and actually your guys' song is on my gospel playlist. Um it's on Spotify. Y'all guys can get that now. It's called WAP. Terry Garnett Terrell Garnett presents WAP worship and praise i had to play on the words you know i thought it was funny you know um but that's your guys' song help is actually on my playlist you guys can get everybody that's listening to this can get that on spotify right now shameless plug but um i went through all of this stuff because i was like i want to put mostly newer songs on there that most people haven't heard and stuff and um i came across that one and i was like oh this got it and that's how i found you guys because I was doing two playlists at once. And I was I'm, wondering. Like, yeah, so I instantly followed you guys and then I'm just like, when I seen that you guys are putting out an album, I'm like, I have to have, do a podcast with them. Like, I got to. That's so wow. cool. Thank you yeah. so much. Um, But let me play that song. But before that, can that you give... song a- on the album. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys uh, give everybody your social media stuff where they can find you, where they can look at? I know you said you guys had shows coming up that they can purchase tickets. Yeah, um, mine is at um, Instagram at Hershey's Chris. So Hershey, like the chocolate bar, H-E-R-S-H-E-Y-S underscore Chris, K-R-I-S. And mine is King Brenton, K-I-N-G-B-R-E-N-T-O-N. And our one together is King and Chris. So K-I-N-G-A-N-D-K-R-I-S. And... I'm not sure on the, the the actual location of the shows that are coming up. I think the one is in Augusta. What? Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's far. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm not, I, I've only been to Atlanta one time. It's 2014. I went to go visit my friend, uh, Tamel. And I didn't real. and this is so funny. I didn't realize until I got back on the plane from leaving, I was there for like two weeks, that I was like, dang, I don't think I've seen any white people. Like, yeah. <laughs> when, when, you're, when you're here, people always ask, well, where the white where folks the white yeah. they, they really They really be around, but you never notice them. Yeah, I, and I think it's because I live in California, LA area, so it's so multicultural that I see all different types of races. And I didn't mind not seeing any white people. Don't take that out of context, people. What I mean is that I, I felt good being just around a whole bunch of black people because you don't really get that out here. Yeah. yeah. 
It could be good and bad. <laughs> yeah. That's the same thing we said because we go to LA every year in October. Like it's our family trip. Oh, that's cool. And that's the same thing we say when we get out there. Like we're the black folks. Yeah, because yeah, you you're gonna see a lot of Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's taco yeah. trucks on every corner. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, but you ain't. Yeah, that's that's. I, I was just so surprised that I'm just like I know that this is a red state. So where do, where they at? <laughs> not anymore. This is true. Not anymore. <laughs> Um, but let's play moving on, right? Yeah. You ready for it? The best song on the album. Best, best song, song on the best album. Song. Let them yeah, know. Best song. <laughs> best <you> song. <laughs> when I open my eyes, let me tell you what I see. Staring back at me And I feel like this thing could be real And if it's real Then I ain't containing how I feel Hey, hey, I'm on a cloud and I'm floating Promise to God I ain't boasting I want it all and I'm coming for it today Hey, been through the fire I'm coasting down to the wire I'm focused Calling all of my own shots today Stop, whoa, stop now Cause we don't know, don't know how Life's been good, oh wow We've come too far to turn back now I really was gonna play that originally because I felt that it it uh, embodied basically what my podcast is about, like creating your own story. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, like... I wrote that <laughs> because <laughs> I had to beg her. To no, for that real. Song. Like I wrote that because I this particular track I really really liked it, and I was like, "Yo, you gotta get that one right." Mm-hmm. So he was like, "If I get it, you're gonna have to write to it." I hate writing songs, so Why it is was that? like. Oh, months I don't know like it just takes it takes a lot out of me it takes a lot of time I'm, I don't really like to sit still so he was asking me for months and I'm like yeah yeah I got it I got it it's, it's, <laughs> and it's done it's good by the time we get to the studio it'll be done so I literally one Saturday morning we were going to the studio the next day and he was like okay so it needs to be done because we're going tomorrow. I sat on a Saturday morning and I wrote it before he woke up. And I was like, let me just throw something together real quick. Like <laughs> wrote it in like an hour or two. And then it turns out like it's exactly what 
I don't know. It's exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah. So I, I guess I felt like I was throwing something together, but it turns out you were just re- regurgitating. I was literally just yeah. regurgitating everything that was in your. Was, yeah, for yeah. real. That's really, awesome. just kind of. So I do have a question before I let you guys go, because I know you said that you guys were both music major, and mm-hmm. you're drifting. I don't want to say you're drifting away from the music, but I know you said that you're doing fashion and stuff now. Um, so for oh, those. Major. Oh, you changed your major. <laughs> okay, okay. In a music major is really, really, really hard in college. Like music classes are that might be the hardest major. Besides, I guess he changed his too. I changed mine too. <laughs> so what, what so would I, you say to the people? Because I know there's so many people out here. Like I was talking to somebody yesterday and they said that they got their degree in English and I'm like oh what are you doing with your degree and they're like I don't know like I think I'm gonna go back to school for something else now because I they don't want to basically do anything with their major like what do you what do you say to those people because I know you said you guys changed your majors like what would you say to those people that are in question on if they should keep going through with what the major is or not well if you're (laughs) I'll say this just being practical if you are almost through, stick with it. Stick with it. <laughs> like I, 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 it, it sounds so bad, but just stick with it. If you're just starting college, go ahead and change it. But find you a major that you can make some money off of. Mm-hmm. There's so people, many people, people out here that have degrees that can't that, use them. No, just go for your dreams. Find you a major that you can make some money off of. And, and then live your dreams. And then live because you can Cause do you both. You don't need college for your dreams. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Like it's basically, but also we got to go back to high school and just getting people ready, or or those graduates ready for the real world, and actually trying to tell him, tell them, or push them into what they really want to do, because a lot of times. We just go to college just because that's the next step, mm. and we don't we don't know what we're gonna do. We didn't because I didn't find out what I wanted to do until I was like twenty something, thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but really though, because I just was not ready. I didn't know. Yeah, I feel that. and that's what we try to talk to our kids to talk to our kids about too. Like my daughter's in the tenth grade, so now it's just like, okay, camera, it's time to kind of hone in on what you want to be, you know? Because when you're little, it's I want to be a scientist and I want to ride ponies and I want to, you know, be a designer and I also want to be a singer and also a lawyer. Okay, now it's tenth grade now, you know, so it's time to pick something, study it, make sure that's what you want, and then go down that path because time you don't get it back. Sure don't. Or the money. Or the money, because college is crazy expensive. Yeah, I still own my loan. I don't owe that owe, owe that much left. It's only like three thousand left, but I don't want to pay it. You good? Yeah, I don't want to pay it though. Yeah, it's three thousand now, but if I keep deferring, it's gonna be six thousand because you know the interest rate. <laughs> it's gonna go up. But um, clear this all out, ain't he? He should start with you if you only got three thousand. Yeah. Be at the top. <laughs> Seriously. I um I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I just knew that I wanted to help people, mm-hmm. and I knew that I loved music. So I was working in the music industry with some artists like K. Michelle and stuff. And eventually, I realized that I didn't want to be working behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. granted, I don't got the voice, so I knew I wasn't gonna be no singer. 
Um, <laughs> but like the stuff that I was doing, I was assisting Grant, and I did learn a lot from the experiences and just learning how the music industry works and stuff to promote and stuff. And I'll give like tips to other artists, and I'm not gonna say their names, but I give tips to other artists, and they'd be like, mm, "Nah, we're not gonna do that." And then. Maybe a year later, they're like, oh, we're doing this. And I was like, you know, that's exactly the same thing I told you to do. That's what I told you. Yes. And they're like, yeah, it's like, okay, you don't want to hear it from me because, you know, I'm a nobody. But you go listen to the record executive or whoever else, you know. But I'm like, you got to listen to me. I'm not just your friend. I'm the consumer. So I know. Never hearing it from you. You know, they definitely do. Because every time I bring it up, you know, I said, they're like, yeah, yeah, I know. Um. But I knew that I wanted to help people. And then I remember um, working at Vans for five years too long. Um, and But uh, granted, I met Tony Braxton at Vans, so something good came out of that. Um, but I uh, I was always helping my, my employees with their, like, personal problems and stuff like that. And one of them was like, oh, yeah, you know, you kind of like my life coach. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, you know, didn't think anything of it. And then when I realized that, I was like, I can't be doing this retail for the rest of my life. Like, I got to do something. And then it dawned on me. I was like, life coach, let me look into that. And it was way different than I thought it was going to be. Because I remember when I was little, I wanted to be like a therapist or like a counselor of some sort. And I'm like, but that's too much school. (laughs) Yeah. That is too much school. And that's like, you know, just to get a doctorate or whatever case in in psychology or just to be able to help people. And I'm like, well, life coaching, I'm going to pay this much money, which is only like seven thousand dollars. And I can get certified and I can help people in the exact same type of way Um, and probably make more because I own my own business now and I can, you know. Mm-hmm. You said it yourself. Yeah, exactly. you set your own, your own everything when you're a life coach as opposed to a therapist. Yeah, and then I knew that I wanted to have my own TV show and I wanted to still somehow work in the music industry. And it wasn't until I had a podcast with another artist and we were talking about it. And she's all like, well, hey, look, at you're doing it now. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's all like, you're you're have, helping new artists like myself right now and you got your own show. And I'm like... Dang, I didn't even realize that what I really wanted to do, I'm actually doing. And I didn't even want to do a podcast at first. Um, I was so against it. Um, I started it in the middle of the pandemic, and I did not want to do it. And everybody, like what you're saying, people tell you good things about yourself, but you don't believe them or you don't, you know. And finally, I was just like, well, everybody is saying this. Maybe I just need to lean in. And when I did that everything just happened so organically like it was so easy not to do a podcast or not to it scares you you because people tell you and it's so clear and you try to be like nah it can't be this easy yeah i know know god ain't being this clear to me what is what is it he really wants me to do yeah yeah so I, i just think um Everybody, I thank you guys for doing the podcast with me. It's um, been hard trying to get it off. I started it last year. It was called something different. It was called The Rundown with Terrell Garnett. And I was talking about um, just pop culture news and stuff. And I was funny. But some of the stuff I was saying, I was like, not me sounding like Wendy Williams. I can't put that out in the world. I made the, the most tasteless joke. It was funny, though. I said, I'm going to say it again. Um it was around the time where Meg Thee Stallion allegedly got shot by Tory Lanez or whatever. And I said, oh, I wonder what she, how she get shot in the foot. Was she galloping away? 
Because, you know, stallion. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't doing that. Exactly. <laughs> and I had to, uh, and then I, the next episode, I had to apologize because I'm like, that's wrong. I shouldn't have said that. Like, she, like, you know. And then I was like, no, I need to change this, like, somehow. And then so, a lot of people said that they liked the whole, like, positive aspect of the stuff that I was doing at the yeah. end of the podcast. So I was like, okay, well, let me think of a name. And um, I remember um, songwriter um, Georgia Rain, I was talking to her, and she's like, dang, everybody on social media creating the story they want to create. And I was like, that's it, create your own story. Because you can be whoever you want to be on social media. Correct. Yeah. But how can you, you can do that in real life too, but people just don't realize that. Yeah. That's so dope. That and you're cute. such a natural too. Like, you mm-hmm. know how I've talked to people and it's just like, okay, so the next thing you know you can tell they're reading papers rustling like you are natural like yeah and you thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah i get the yeah. same feedback and i still like it's hard for me to to believe that but like i i get it from like i hear it all the time so i'm just like i need to embrace it i get all yeah let me say, like brenton this is a person who is like okay you know um let's wrap it up so <laughs> We haven't like it's it's been an hour and a half and yeah. it's really felt like talking to you know like yeah. talking to somebody we just been cool with for all these I years am, like I am hungry though but, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to let you I'm gonna wrap it up with you guys anyways so good. <laughs> I try to keep them under an hour the reason why I personally don't listen to podcasts I never listen to podcasts um, but I know I would never listen for something over an hour. Um, so I always try to make them under an hour. So I do apologize for that. No, your energy is amazing. Like it's been a really, really good time. Thank you. Thank you guys. guys. Well, I'll have probably have to have you guys on again later on down the line. Um, but yeah, go get their album out right now. It's called flowers. It's on all social media platforms or social media music streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. So go get that now people. And I'm going to end with my intro music. Oh, and I never do this at all but people follow me too at terrell garnett yeah i never say that and someone told me that um you don't ever do a call to action and i'm like call call to action like you just put your own stuff out there and i'm like oh yeah you're right so terrell garnett it's t-e-r-r-e-l-l-g-a-r-n-e-t-t underscore and yeah that's it and it would would be without the underscore but Evidently, Instagram won't allow me to have that. Nobody has the name, but I I can't have it. Yeah. Dang. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah. So go figure. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna play my intro music now, guys. And we are out. Thank. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.